see more innovation in packaging and processing at Pack Expo International than anywhere else in the world. It's the show that defines where the industry is headed, with the solutions that define where your business can go. Discover cutting-edge packaging technology, processing equipment, new materials, sustainable solutions, supply chain resources, and much, much more. You'll walk away with innovative solutions to challenges big and small. Register at PackExpoInternational.com. You're listening to Unpacked with PMMI, where we share the latest packaging and processing industry insights, research, and innovations to help you advance your business. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Unpacked with PMMI. I'm your host, Sean Riley. While we are obviously still knee-deep in a -a once-in-a-lifetime pandemic, we also recognize that sometimes people are just looking for some semblance of normalcy. With that in mind, we thought it might be as good of a time as any to ease back into some of our regularly scheduled podcasts that were recorded before the world shut down in March. Today, we're releasing Bridging the Skills Gap through Industry Partnerships, with the hope that it can offer some guidance for solving a puzzle that continues affecting most of the packaging and processing industry. As one of the industries that remained in operation over the past four months, packaging and processing companies are seeing not only an increase in production, but an increase in the need for skilled workers. Our guests are Patty Anderson, Vice President of Human Resources and Training at Delcor Systems and Vice Chairperson at PMMI, as well as Jeff Thorstadt, from the Automation Robotics Engineering Technologies Program at Hennepin Technical College. They are going to share ways with us that industry partnerships can help bridge this growing skills gap. Thank you very much for that introduction. So Delcor is a leading U.S. manufacturer of packaging equipment. Um, We've been in business for more than 40 years, and we have roughly 225 employees. Um, And our product line focuses on carton and case formers and loaders and closers. And we serve a lot of the American Fortune 100 companies. Um, We have been awarded numerous patents over the years uh, for our innovation in the area of packaging materials and packaging design. And in 2018, uh, Delcor was awarded the best in class mid-size company by Minnesota Business Magazine. And that was because of our Cabrio case, which is a retail ready shipping um, packaging solution. So challenges, there are a lot of challenges. Um, There are 10,000 baby boomers turning 65 years old each day, and that's going to continue for at least 10 years, which means for us and many manufacturers, a a significant amount of tribal knowledge is being lost um, by employers. And that statistic is compounded by the fact that the national unemployment rate in the U.S. is currently at the lowest that it's been since 1969, Uh, when it hit 3.7%. So that's a big change. In many regional markets, um, including the Twin Cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul, the unemployment rate is considerably below the national average. And in some uh, positions that we're finding, we uh, there is anybody that wants to be gainfully employed is already working. That includes your electrical and your controls engineers, um, IT software engineers, and service techs that have controls and robotic focus. So we're finding that there is a lot of stiff competition for a limited pool of talent. And for the past couple of decades, we've been telling young people that they need to go on and they need to get a degree, a four-year degree, or even an MBA. 
in order to have a, a successful career with livable wages. And what we're finding now is that that's a flawed assumption. So uh, the challenge for all employers is to rebrand manufacturing to generate interest in the high schools and actually even reaching, dipping down into the middle schools uh, and to talk to the students that will be graduating and exploring career options. Because for the millennials and Gen X, they've had very limited, if any, exposure at all to the field of manufacturing. And there's the complicated piece, which is the perceived degree of difficulty to complete a technical program. Uh, because of the math requirements, you need to understand mechanical, electrical assembly, pneumatic tools, hand tools. There's, there's a lot of uh, technical knowledge there that is imparted in someone that goes through um, that type of program. Absolutely. Well, hey, Jeff. This- um, how about a little? Bit- <laughs> <Not my laughs> Sorry fault. about that. Um, I, I needed to bring you in right away when when Patty mentioned technical because that's uh, obviously where Hennepin comes in and your automation, robotics, engineering, technologies packaging program, which is a mouthful, and I had to practice saying a bunch of times. But how about a little background on that and um, how you guys can can help train in the way that um, Patty's referring to. Hi, Sean. Thanks for the introduction. Um, Our program at Hennepin Technical College in the Automation, Robotics, Engineering Technologies uh, has actually been a partner college of PMMI since 1973 when we were founded originally as a packaging machinery systems program. Uh, Like the packaging industry, our programs evolved. to meet the needs currently required. Uh, As we go through, uh, what we're finding is we have to bring up our students on the necessary skill sets that Patty Patricia was looking for, electrical, mechanical, and so forth, and have really designed a program around meeting those needs so that when our graduates go out into industry, they at least have the fundamental skill set needed to replace the baby boomers and others as they leave the industry and go on to other things. Uh, Through our program, uh, it's a two-year program, really focused on developing those hand skills that many of our students need and to understand the theory and concepts involved with the machinery so that currently employed people can upskill themselves and go on to bigger and hopefully better jobs within the company that they work for. So if I'm following both of you correctly, basically... You know, the baby boomers who have had these jobs for maybe 25, 30 years and, and Patty referenced tribal knowledge, um, they were basically learning as they were, as the new things were being implemented, they were learning and going along with it. And now they're leaving with all of this knowledge. So how can the Delcors and the Hennepins of the world, how can they um, partner together or how have you as an example partner together to, to help the next generation or the current generation that isn't able to keep pace with the change? So for, uh, for Delcor, with the rapid um, escalation of manufacturing automation, uh, we quickly recognize the importance of partnering with technical educational programs to support us. Um, and we were trying to support the technical schools, both financially and actually also with a voice from industry to help assist them as they develop their curriculum um, programs. We started hiring graduates from Hennepin Technical College back in the 1990s. And over the years, we've hired a great number of um, employees who went through the um, school's automation robotics engineering technologies program. That's been great for us. Um, Our partnership 
has grown with each passing year. Um, currently, I serve on the Automation Robotics Program Advisory Board at Hennepin Tech, and I also serve on the Hennepin Tech Foundation Board of Directors. So I can see where they're going with things and you know, what, the, the, what the enrollment is and what are some of their challenges and pain points. We conduct student tours of Delcor on a yearly basis. And Hennepin Tech is in the process right now of creating a feature article that will showcase that partnership between themselves, the longstanding relationship that they've had with PMMI and with um, industry partners, uh, specifically Delcor. Right. And uh, just to um, carry on with uh, what Patricia was saying, her involvement with our advisory committee has been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, she's been involved with it since I started with the college nine years ago. And bringing in that uh, knowledge of what is changing in the industry really helps us to adjust our courses to make sure that this um the content that we are teaching within the uh, courses is up to the standards. Um, as she mentioned, the tours and the opportunity to get our students out into a manufacturing facility is really invaluable. Uh, the students, when they see what a manufacturing company is doing, uh, brings home and makes all the concepts we talk about real. Uh, we do our best to simulate and mimic what's happening. But seeing that event happening in the real world makes the students uh, really develop that understanding. Uh, as they go through the uh, support that we've been given by companies such as Delacor uh, with equipment needs and um, donation really helps to us to make sure we are current with our knowledge. Beyond, um, you both mentioned um you know, the partnerships and the and the, the tours. How about even the next step? Is there things like an internships or some co-ops or apprenticeships? Is there that those type of programs that you guys have established between Delcor and Hennepin that have obviously helped the students as well as helped Delcor? So some of the technical colleges require an internship as a part of their program and others do not. But over the years, uh, Delcor has partnered with Hennepin Tech many times to provide internship opportunities to graduating students. And one thing I'd say about that is for a company that's going to establish an internship program, it really requires forethought on the part of the employer so that it's truly a meaningful experience for the student and also a valued labor resource for the company. Um, we have a machine builder internship program in place, uh, which a number of Hennepin Tech students have participated in generally doesn't exceed six months, and the interns rotate from one area on the production floor to another in a highly prescribed manner. And so that approach allows them to have a lot of cross-training, and it's also helpful for our um, internal employees so that they're, they're training other people and they're trying to show them the way. Uh, we also have machinist internship uh, positions available in our FAB Center. But with the decrease in unemployment, what we're finding now is we're looking for creative ways to attract first-year students to our industry. So Delcor has just launched a new program, which is our sub-assembly technical student workers and fab center interns. And we've introduced that into the mix. And so those students uh, can work on a very part-time basis, very flexible schedule, because we want them to complete their degree at Hennepin Tech. Um, but they're working in sub-assembly. And so now they're working on panel building. They're working on one specific thing where they can get really good at a core activity and um, continue on. And in the Fab Center, they usually work at uh, setting up and running the saw. So it's an easy thing for them, too. 
Um, the, the other thing that I would say about that with the internships is looking at ways that you can simplify training is really important. So we are spending a lot of time on how can we use icons and pictures and internally generated videos to capture work processes. So a great example that I, I give to new students is uh, the application of Loctite. You know, Loctite is, is a very fundamental piece of manufacturing, but how do you apply it? Is it dots? Is it your finger? What is the process for that? So we're spending a lot of time generating internal videos that will be helpful for students. One thing uh, Patricia mentioned is the flexible schedule, and we have found that's really key for our students succeed when they go out into industry. Uh, within our program, we have created an extremely flexible program where students can come in and start at eight o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the afternoon, or five o'clock in the evening, and attend school four days or two days or less, depending on what they um, need with their employer. Along with that, uh, companies such as Delcor are working on adjusting their schedules so they can allow um, our students to work part-time and attend school full-time or somewhere between full-time and part-time. When we start locking down with a very rigid schedule, uh, our students lose that ability to be able to go out and work with an employer, um, which is really vital because the knowledge that they gain during the internship really gives them a valuable experience, especially when a company such as Delcor makes it a meaningful experience working in the panel shop, helping build machines, and actually doing the jobs now that they will do in the future when they are employed full time. That's, that's, that's smart. That's great. I, li I like that a lot. We've both touched on, you've both touched on, excuse me, the importance of kind of aligning with the industry in terms of the content that you're teaching. Is there things that, because I know PMMI has produced some things from their education program, um, some certifications that um, would apply in these types of instances. Has Hennepin gotten on board or Delcor gotten on board with some of the certifications that PMMI offers to kind of make sure that the, the packaging industry is sort of all up to speed on, you know, mechatronics, for example? Absolutely. Uh, the mechatronic certification exams that PMMI has issued have uh, really become core to our program. Uh, going back to their inception, a faculty member from Hennepin Technical College has helped develop every one of those tests. Um, when I started, the process was already underway, and I helped uh, write I believe the last two of the tests, and prior to myself, Tom Gillespie worked on all those tests. Through that process, we've developed a very good understanding of what's involved, and I actually have re rewritten all of our coursework to align with the skills needed by um, those tests, uh, primarily the level one. But as our students go out into the industry, Having that knowledge base of a standard or a stackable credential, such as the mechatronic test from PMMI, really gives an employer a good baseline to understand what specifically our students do know and if there are any knowledge gaps that have to be filled in. So through the development and implementation of these tests, we've really been able to prove and validate that the students coming out of our program do have the necessarily or have the necessary knowledge base to succeed when they are hired full-time at Delcor. 
For as an employer, um, employers really do have to identify ways that they can help build human capital in our industry, uh, because so often now the job candidates are being hired for their aptitude rather than an established skill set. And when we look at the PMI uh, Mechatronics program, it's a very effective training and development supplement because it provides the students and the employers and the schools, future workers, all of them with the tools needed to advance in the workforce and close the skills gap. So we are looking at it to help ourselves assess core skills for um, employment candidates, but we're also looking at current workers and seeing where we have deficiencies or we have gaps in skill knowledge. And the mechatronics certification helps to validate that, that the student has learned sufficiently what they need for the content of the information. Um, we are using it as a hiring tool. Uh, so when someone has that on their resume that they have uh, passed the, the PMI mechatronics certification program in whichever item it is, might be electrical, industrial electricity, could be motors and motor controls, PLCs, whatever that is, that's valuable to us to know that they passed that litmus test but we also use it as an evaluation tool internally. And that's where we're looking at um, our pay for knowledge and talent and where do we have gaps and then trying to determine as an employer, where should we focus on our employee training? Um, the other thing that I would say is just a final note about that is because you're hiring a lot of folks that are, um, you're hiring them for their aptitude, it's really important to have the availability of the mechatronics certificate review courses where we can send candidates down to Hennepin Tech and they can um, shore, shore up their skills in whatever area it is that we so identify. That obviously is the definition of a partnership, the way you guys are working together with the PMMI certification as well as each other. But this that, that kind of makes me think of, I, I understand that you've we've kind of hit on how you're helping each other stay up to speed on the knowledge necessary to use all this stuff. But I also know that with everything changing so fast um, in terms of machinery, how can the school, Hennepin, for example, keep up to pace with having the machinery in-house to to have their students learn on it? Is there things that Delcor does where they, they get together with Hennepin? Is there machinery that's donated, ways that you guys work together to make sure that they have the latest things and they're not working on machinery that's you know three cycles ago or 10 years ago that's not going to help them once they get out of college? So that's an interesting question. We, we just accessed the PMMI Skills Fund for an equipment donation to Hennepin Tech, and it's an interesting story of how that happened. Um, back in June, I invited the faculty from Hennepin Tech, we call it Delcor Demo Days. And as a result of coming out in that conversation, they talked about their need for additional advanced technology training equipment for their robotics lab. And we applied jointly to the PMMI Skills Fund for um, existing workers and were able to donate um, a state-of-the-art vision system with controls panel to the school, which they will now be able to use that in their classrooms. Absolutely, and we are really uh, appreciative of that equipment. By getting that equipment, it gives our students the hands-on ability to work on modern technology, which will be applied as they go into their uh, future workforces. So the being able to get our hands on that equipment uh, through the uh, generous donation from both Delcor and PMMI, we have been able to update and implement technology, which in um, reality probably would have been beyond our economic reach without these uh, funding sources. That's fantastic. And from what 
for those who, who aren't familiar with the Skills Fund, um, it's a newer program through PMMI. Um, you can find out more information online about it, pmmi.org backslash Skills Fund. Um, and basically, PMMI matches the donation that Delcor provides um, in order to provide that equipment um, to Hennepin. And that, that's a great example of how it's already been a successful program. So we've really touched on a lot, and I just wanted to to get one more thing before um, we wrap this up and take any more of your time um, that you were so generous to give to us. We kind of talked earlier about how to make this manufacturing attractive um, as an industry. We we see I'm I'm hearing how we do it with you know people that are of college age. How about even earlier with high school age kids or middle school kids to kind of show them that it's not the factory. That you know you see in old movies in this you know dusty greasy place. It's these high tech automated places. Is there any programs in place that you guys work on together? I'll, I'll start with that one. So we, I'd start by saying that we need to work towards improving the perception of manufacturing, um, because currently still a majority of Americans don't encourage their children to pursue manufacturing careers. They um, they don't understand that they're interesting, they're rewarding, they're clean, they're safe, they're stable. All of the above. So, um, give you an example. Last spring, we wanted to hire some additional machinists, and we put together a video that went out to social media. Within four days of putting that video on YouTube, we had 15,000 views. And the, the reason that that's so important is that you begin to realize that people receive their information from so many different social media sites now. It's just there is no one size fits all. So that has been very helpful for us. Um, we have school visits. A lot of uh, we bring in a lot of industry professionals, and we do the summer internships. Next summer, um, Hennepin Tech and Dunwoody and uh, Delcor will be working on a summer camp. We're going to uh, commit to hosting something and jointly trying to go forward with that. Uh, it might be um, nuts, bolts, and thingamajigs. It might be first robotics team. Uh, it could be an IOPP student event. So we're trying to do a lot of things in that area. And then also looking at the NAM Manufacturing Day, which is the first Friday of each October. That's the National Manufacturing Day. And opening up your facility to group tours. Um, for It could be middle school students. It could be high school students. We recently had a, a group of Cub Scouts to Delcor. We brought them in for dinner, served them pizza dinner, and then showed them how all the machinery works to try and generate their interest in what we're doing. Right. And uh, developing that exposure early is really important. And the question becomes, how do we really expose it? Uh, one of the good things that we are working on, as Patricia mentioned, uh, hosting the summer camps for middle school students through nuts, bolts, and thingamajigs. Uh, we're really looking forward to having that opportunity. Uh, I've been attending career fairs at high schools recently. And uh, one of the great things that's been happening is when our uh, partner um institutes such as Delacor have been hosting a lot of the manufacturing day events. I've actually been able to go to a couple of those locations while high school students are touring the facility and at the end be able to talk to them a little bit about how they can come into programs such as what we have at, at Hennepin Technical College and develop the skill set so that when they are ready and able, they can be employed 
at one of the companies. Uh, so really being able to hit the students in as many ways as possible to provide that exposure. And there's a lot of work we can do, but one of the best things that can happen is when we have the employees at companies such as Delacor simply talking to kids they know and saying, hey, I went to Hennepin Tech College and got this great degree and was able to get employed and really am able to have a lifestyle that meets all of my needs. So all of those things put together really are great ways to be able to interest students in manufacturing and show them that it's not the dirty environment that it might have been 50 years ago or even 100 years ago. But now when you go into these facilities, they're clean, they're safe, and really an awesome place to work. I would add to that, to Jeff's comment, that as an employer, I would advise um, you to educate yourself fully about your local market nuances, what factors are influencing it, how can you build human capital in your industry. You don't need to recreate the wheel. There are excellent programs that PMI has put out there and industry success stories, so draw off of that. Look at ways that, that people have been successful, and it, it isn't one size fits all. It's a variety of things that you can employ, as I said, with um, what we had done just with the video that we put on YouTube. It's, 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 it's learning to be creative about that and thinking differently about how do you attract the future workforce. Patty and Jeff, I, I can't thank you enough for taking the time that you've done today to, to share this information with our listeners. Thank you for listening to Unpacked with PMMI. Be sure to join us next time for more packaging and processing industry insights. Please rate, review, and subscribe. To do that, go to the iTunes podcast or Spotify app on your phone and search for Unpacked with PMMI.